There seems to be a louder cry of foul in politics this week, given the search of a former president's personal residence. His supporters appear to be defending the loser of the last election by saying it's never been done before. That's true, I guess, but it follows behaviors that are also unprecedented. Following the warrant service at the former president's Mar-a-Lago compound, supporters of the disgraced president have cried foul, claiming that the search was unwarranted. The word that they have used frequently in expressing their outrage is unprecedented. Such observations are entirely accurate. No president has ever been subject to this action. Likewise, the former president was unprecedented in his pathological lying. He told at least 30,573 lies to the American public over the four-year term in office. That amounts to 21 lies each and every day, from the size of his inaugural crowd to the dangers posed by COVID-19 to claims of a stolen election. He is still lying. One of his bigger lies was that COVID-19 was no big deal. He consistently downplayed the threat to U.S. citizens, claiming that it typically resulted in cough and sniffles. He compared the virus to the regular flu, suggesting that the regular flu was more dangerous than the coronavirus. His further disregard for the safety of Americans became clear as he suggested that he didn't want passengers trapped aboard the Grand Princess cruise ship, some of whom had become infected with the virus, off the coast of San Francisco to come ashore because it would make him look bad. Quote, I don't need to have the numbers double because of one ship that wasn't our fault. Unquote. There is no precedent for the former president's embrace and admiration for white supremacists and extreme right anarchists. After such groups attacked protesters in Charlottesville, Virginia, he defended the murderers of one protester by saying that their, quote, are very fine people on both sides, unquote. There is no precedent for any past president to be impeached twice, but our former president managed it. But for the iron grip of party politics in our legislative chambers, he would have been removed from office. Of course, there was the January 6th insurrection attack on the nation's capital, orchestrated and encouraged by this man. That was unprecedented, too. Even the former president's staunchest supporters, the Senate Minority Leader and the House Republican Leader, decried the actions and responsibility of this unprecedented president, only to cave into partisan retreat weeks later. At an unprecedented rate, the former president has the distinction of having the highest number of associates, aides, and advisors who have been arrested and or indicted for carrying out the czar's plans and escapades. As of the current date, 
At least nine members of his inner circle have taken the fall. Meanwhile, the January 6th Insurrection Committee is still conducting their deep-dive investigation, which is likely to produce even more invitations to jail. I suppose that a search of a former president's residence is unprecedented, but no more unprecedented than that former president's removal of, so far, 25 boxes of classified materials taken illegally from the White House. Those materials belong to the government and the people of the United States, not for the personal use and leverage against political foes. It would seem logical that unprecedented criminal actions might bring about unprecedented responses. Stay tuned. The list of examples can go on and on, of course, from bribing foreign officials with government funding to pardoning associates working on his behalf. This former president has been unprecedented in ways that we cannot even imagine as yet. He has destroyed every bridge of collaboration, diplomacy, unity, and decency. If that has occasioned a response that is unprecedented in its scope, then I suggest that such a response is entirely welcome. <laughs>